I've often dreamed about being like naked in public places and being like, oh shit, I gotta cover myself. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if that means anything, but that was a common thing, common theme for a really long time. I really want to do a Google search on that, but I just don't <laughs> want it in my history. So Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the I May Regret This podcast. I am your host, Kunal, joined by joined by my good friend. I'm not even going to say co-host. You know what? I'm done attaching that. I'm just going to introduce you as friend now. How are you, Daniel friend? <laughs> good, man. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, that. You're upgrade. welcome. Now, like, call, like, say it back. Like, call me your friend. Hey, can you introduce the guest, man? Sorry, I'm <laughs> yeah. On time. Yeah, yeah. I guess we we could do that later. Um, <laughs> our guest, a uh, very special guest, joining us in the studio today. One who I am actually not too familiar with and have never interacted with prior to this recording. Uh, but wow, a good really? Of, wow. Yeah, <laughs> but a good friend of Daniel's, um, Anisha. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Long time listener, first time podcast person. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that was yeah, that right. was amazing. I had that prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a script with that one line and I'm done for the rest of the show. You yeah. guys take it away. <laughs> I peaked. I won't get any better than this. <laughs> um, okay, Daniel, do you want to fill us in on what exactly we're talking about today? Sure. Um, but first, I'm like, I wanna... before you do, you can, um, <clears throat> like, you never called him your friend. <laughs> like, I know it's like small to hold on to that. I mean, I'm just but like I... short on time. So, like, I, I just, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, just like quickly say it and then, like, let's get started. I agree. <laughs> I, we are short on time. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So, what I wanted to talk about was right. because last week I said I had because your uh... um, you're, yeah, or what? Yeah. Start. Yeah. Because I'm your friend. <laughs> so, I just, yeah. Okay. Uh, the floor is yours. Go ahead. <laughs> okay i mean i feel like yeah all right you're my friend oh, perfect go ahead floor is yours <laughs> i mean what like what was i even talking about i, I don't, don't know you, you i was about to ask you what we were doing today oh this is what i was gonna talk about last week or maybe two weeks ago by now i yeah. said that because i was vacuuming i had a mask on to like not breathe in the dust but i spilled taro milk tea in it and then it spoiled and smelled like shit so this week I did the same thing. Well, I used the same mask and it still smelled like shit. But this time I chewed gum while I was doing it and it smelled great. So tip for anyone that spilled tarmac tea and the mask and it smells like shit, you can chew gum and then it's all wrong. Can I? Yeah. Like I was going to ask, instead of this entire unnecessary gum hack, why not just, I don't know, wash it? You can't wash It's disposable. So then dispose of it. But there's none. There's That's the only... It's liquid gold. It's an N95. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you, man? I, honestly, I've, I've run smart. out at this point. I'm like, smart. The amount of I'm time that you've that. defended this nasty, cheesy mask is, is <laughs> making me angry. But how about the, uh, the part where I asked you what we're talking about today? Because it's not okay, your so dirty mask. Here's what we're actually doing. And the, <laughs> just to fill you in, Anisha, too, for this episode, we're talking about... We're talking about, uh, I, I guess for a lack of a better phrase, uh, shit that scared, stuff that scared the shit out of us, I guess is how I framed it originally. But the reason it started is because I had a nightmare recently for like the first time in years. <laughs> and I got up in the middle of the night and I was like, 
yo, this is great podcast material. <laughs> I, wrote <it> down. <laughs> I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget because it was such a unique dream. I was like, this is crazy. I have to remember this. So that's how this started. I guess this episode, we're going to each, uh, I don't know about each, but whatever. We'll just talk about scary stuff, <laughs> I guess. And so I guess, I mean, you've already left us on this cliffhanger of sorts here. Why don't you, yeah. why don't you tell us what that nightmare was? Okay. So all. <laughs> Despite the fact that I wrote it down, it's still really unclear. <laughs> a lot of details. Like, you know, you know, in a dream, like things just happen and you don't question them, but then you think about it later and you're like, that made zero sense like that. Why was <laughs> yeah. that? Like, there's but a lot of that. It makes sense in the dream. Right. Like, you're exactly. like, oh, this makes perfect sense. But then you wake up and you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that's not how life works at all. I don't know how that was. I was just <laughs> that's, yeah, that's impossible. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. So I'll try and cut all that stuff out. But basically, it started off pretty awesome. I was. I was on, I had like jetpack shoes where like I was like flying in the air, like floating with some guys. And there was this dude, and I realized later he had the face of Amir from Brockhampton. So I was, yeah, I guess I was chilling with Amir from Brockhampton. And then uh, he, there was this other guy that came up to us, and then Amir was like, Yo, this I fucking love this guy. Yo, this guy is so sick. Yo, watch this, watch this. And then this guy came and he was like, and then he starts like humming, starts going, <laughs> and then the Amir starts beatboxing. And then I immediately I know the tune. I'm just like, oh, this is sick. And then I come in with like the light tunes, and I'm like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> so then we're just jamming, right? So I'm having the best time ever in the beginning of this dream. And also to fill you guys in, I had to look up what that tune was before this because it was such a recognizable tune, but I didn't know where it was from. And then I realized like days later, it was from SpongeBob <laughs> when... Oh, when he's like wow. walking. And yeah, there's like a yeah, window yeah. behind him. <laughs> yeah, and then the jellyfish are like yeah. dancing and shit. And then the clams are like singing. Oh God, so, like, I cannot tune... wait to find out how this turns into a... <laughs> <laughs> it got dark pretty quick. <laughs> So, yeah, obviously, I was having the best time. I'm on a jetpack. I'm chilling with, mm -hmm. you know, this dude from Brockhampton. We're jamming out, whatever. And then I think, um, again, this is where it gets hazy because, like, things are just happening. I don't understand why. I think Amir's mom was there or something. And then it's almost like it's almost like a community center event or something where, like, we're kind of doing things out of, like, procedure. Like, oh, yeah, we're just we're all here to do this thing at this event. And uh, I don't really know exactly what's happening, but basically I'm paired up with his mom um, and she's like not really in a great mood, kind of like a pessimistic, but with like a sense of humor type of mood, like, oh, you know, life's just life, uh -huh, like that type Boy. of mood. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. And then I don't, I don't like this is where I, I don't understand the dream. Like part of the event is that there's kind of like. I'll do my best to explain this. There's like a black ladder in between me and this other person. And we're on like either sides of it. And then it's like hinged at the bottom. So like you can't take it off the floor, but it can swing back and forth. <laughs> and we're both holding on to it. And then I don't know, we're just we're just talking and like sharing stuff. And then um, I don't know, she's talking about how she's like having a rough time with stuff and blah, blah, blah. 
And then she's just like, and you know what? Like, I just, I just hate you. Like, you know, like I, I just hate you. I just hate you. <laughs> and I, I kind of like don't say anything. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like whatever. Like, what do you say to that? <laughs> and then she just starts slowly and slowly escalating, and she's going like, I hate you. Like, I hate you. I God. hate you. <laughs> and like, it's staring into my eyes this whole time, and I just kind of like don't say anything. And then she just, she's starts screaming like at the top of her lungs like i hate you i hate you oh my and God. <laughs> yeah i'm like kind of freaked out and i'm like holy shit um and then i was just uh i think she's like saying i hate you so strongly at me that she's kind of like pushing the ladder towards me and like more and more to the point where i'm on the floor like i'm on the floor the ladder's on top of me and she's on top of me staring into my eyes yelling that she hates me and then I think I go like, okay, like, okay. <laughs> and I let go of the ladder and it like bungee swings her into the air. Like, or not into the air, but like the ladder swings back to like the upright position, but I'm still on the ground. Uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden she has no clothes on or something. And then <laughs> she, she like out of, I don't know how she did it, but she's like jacked as fuck too. It's like she's naked and jacked as fuck. Then she swings back onto me and starts strangling the shit out of me and like still screaming, I hate you. And I'm just going like, what the fuck? Like in my head, I'm just going, what the hell is going on? And I'm trying to scream. And it's one of those things where you can't scream in real life. Uh, so I'm like, going like oh, I hate <laughs> I that scream. Yeah. And then I and then I heard myself in real life trying to scream. And I just sounded like my voice was cracking. I was literally going like. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then that's what woke me up is the sound of me like with my voice cracking voice and then and then i woke up and that was it <laughs> and then um, i texted canal and said yo i got podcast material um <laughs> i don't really know where we go from here like i don't know if i yeah. call someone for you now or what how how do you feel about it now? I'm assuming this dream no longer means anything to you. Like yeah, it's not, not actually really. scary thinking about, or you're really hoping it's, it's not, not a recurring thing. No. At the time, okay. like I was writing it down so I could remember, and it was right. like hard to do. Like I was really uh, shook that night. Of I was course, like, Holy fuck! Like someone literally was killing me. You know. And then- <laughs> The more I hear yeah, about these dreams I, that you share, the more I just begin to worry about what's going on inside your head. Yeah, that's fair. That's, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> okay, well, I truly don't know how anyone follows Yeah, what to say I'm, about that? Right. I'm sort of feeling like these dreams are a bad idea because, like, I feel like <laughs> I'm realizing how crazy I am. And it's like, what is there just to say to this person? Like, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> and we're all realizing with you. We're all going on this adventure together. Yeah. Um, I really, truly don't know what any what any story could be to to follow that one up. But I mean, Anisha, if you have one on your list that you'd like to share now, following that, I refuse to go after that. So, um, okay. Well, I think I think I've got a story. It's not like the same manner of your story, but there's like similar sort of like not no not similar interaction because i can't even say that i've had a dream like that before <laughs> thank god for that <laughs> i was gonna say maybe it's a good uh, it's a good thing you're yeah. going in a different yeah. direction <laughs> um but have you guys ever experienced uh sleep paralysis oh, oh no i haven't 
I haven't either. I've heard a lot about it. Heard, yeah, I've heard. We actually, I think we we talked about it before too on a previous episode when talking about like lucid dreaming and actually experienced it. So for I guess your listeners, if anyone doesn't know what that is, I kind of have like a Wikipedia short click notes version. Oh my god, you (laughs) Um, came really prepared. I did. I did. I thought about it for a second. Um, so during waking up or falling asleep, in which a person is aware but unable to move or speak. So just to like preface that, and it's also like during this episode, you might hallucinate, hear things, feel things, or see things, and sometimes all three. Um, so my story happened, okay, to preface this, I've, I go through like sleep paralysis a lot, and I think it's because I get like sleep deprivation and stuff like that, just because like the nature of like my lifestyle, I don't really, I should prioritize sleep, but I don't, which mm-hmm. uh, happens. Um, (laughs) so there's this one night and it was like it was like morning ish like it was like probably 5 a.m or something it's like right at the end of my REM cycle I guess and I'm just sleeping doing my own thing and then I'm you know that feeling when you're like starting to wake up or you're like coaxing out of it I guess right Mm. so I was like I was like coming into that and then all of a sudden I like you know when someone sits on your bed and you can kind of feel your bed kind of like go down? Or if you're on a couch yeah. and someone sits beside you, it kind of like sinks, sinks in a bit? Right. So I felt someone on the edge of my bed kind of like sit down and I was like, oh, maybe it's my mom. Because I don't know if you guys ever did this, but when, you know when you're a kid and your parents kind of just like open the door and see you that you're still asleep and then close the door? Like don't interact with you. They just come in kind of thing. And kind of just check, yeah. 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 So I thought it was like, oh, maybe my mom just like saying hi or doing her thing. And I was like, okay, whatever. And yeah. then. I felt like my, like, as if someone sat down and then got back up. And then I felt that kind of sinking and rising feeling. And I'm like, okay, she's gone. And then all of a sudden, I hear like this voice and it says, I know you know I'm here. Why are you, you ignoring me? But it was like, it was to this day, it was so clear. And it was like a voice that I'd never heard before. And it was like this male voice, but it wasn't like my dad or my brother who were the only two guys in the house and it was like a very deep kind of like snarly noise like the way but like to this day that like still gives me chills but then after that I was trying to like wake up and when you can't move and you're in that sort of like state it's really scary because like you like you you'll concentrate so hard just move like your finger or like you can't say anything you can't do anything you're just like in this like really like it's yeah it's not a fun experience but then I felt like this another thing that happens and happened in this situation was like I felt like like this weight on my chest and I just like it just felt like someone was like right above me and it was like the scare like that was like the most terrified I've ever been from a sleep paralysis story but yeah I have tons wow. of those like stories where it's just like did you see this thing like did you um, see what it looked like so in that that time I didn't see but actually like two nights ago I had an episode of sleep paralysis <laughs> and it was like I saw the thing and it came like right up to my face and like you know, it was like, it was as if someone was just like right against my face, like right at my ear. And I can't remember what they said, but that one freaked me out. Holy God. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, I heard that um, with sleep paralysis, it's like really common for you to picture like a devilish type of thing. Yeah. On, like on the other side of your bed or your room or whatever. The worst so, part for me. That's common, too. but like it sounds fucking crazy. The, the worst part for me too, it's like I'll, I'll usually wake up. And then the thing that I thought I saw was usually the position my sheet is in. So like yeah. two day, two nights ago when it happened, like I thought I saw an arm come right against me. 
And then I woke up and the, the way that my sheet was like folded looked like, not like an arm, but it was just like in the shadows and stuff. I could kind of see why Aww. my brain went that yeah. way. I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Like, wow. especially when it's dark and kind of hazy and you're not really awake and it's, you can exactly. kind of, yeah, picture things like more than they actually are. That's so interesting. I've literally never heard like anything like that prior. I didn't even know that. that God, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it is I not remember, fun. I didn't experience that, but I know exactly what you mean about like seeing what's not actually there from like, you know, the shape of something. And I remember as a kid, whenever that would happen, like, it was like the shape of my pillow or something. Yeah. I'd like get up and like punch my pillow and like rearrange it. I'm just like, it'll never look like that again. <laughs> For me, it was always like if I hung something on my door, it would look like a person. Like if I had a jacket. Oh boy. And then I would be like, nope. Or like, oh, my friend had a mannequin once or and I slept over and I was like, I can't, I can't sleep with that in the corner there. Like I was like sleeping on the floor or something. And I was like, this is too much. For God. Me. That's terrifying. <laughs> well, I have. Uh, I don't even want to tell mine anymore. <laughs> actually, I could. I have another one that's actually kind of similar to that, but this one actually. Um, I'll just say it because it's not that long, but it actually might actually. Let me rephrase this. This one is going to actually make me sound crazy, whether the other one did or not, because I think I talked to a friend about this, and it's like that actually sounded like a schizophrenic episode or something. But it was something that happened when I was like. 10 or something like that maybe it was eight Hmm. somewhere between six and ten let's say it was like the first time my sister was babysitting me she was like uh i guess she must have been 13 or 14 so i must have been like nine um anyways i think i had a fever or something and basically what was happening like my sister was in her room i was in mine i was trying to sleep but every thought i'd have uh like you know when you're just literally by yourself and you're you you're thinking about anything you can hear your thoughts kind of yeah there was a dude that would scream my thoughts back at me so loud that it would hurt my ears what Actually? yeah yeah so like i'd i'd be like uh oh i'm really hot right now there'd be a guy like oh i'm really like screaming in my ear like so loud oh that i like and then god. it's like oh my god i can't i need to focus on not thinking because like my ears are gonna burst Jeez. and then um <laughs> i think i went to my sister when she was like 13 or 14 and i was like yeah there's a guy screaming in my head she was like what the like she had no idea what to do with that i was like a young teenager probably even as an adult like what do you even what do you even say to that but which yeah. i guess i, I don't blame her for not knowing I don't, yeah. I don't blame her for not knowing how to handle that I mean, <laughs> yeah. what do you do <laughs> jesus what man that's about to sound so stupid <laughs> <laughs> Okay, have either of you ever seen, um, uh, as a kid, Eliza Thornberry? Uh, was that was that like family? Yeah, no? it's like yeah, it was. It was like this like cartoonish show thing. I think it was. Um, I, I they were very involved with animals. I think and like she could oh, talk to animals. Like their dad, the mom and dad were like, uh, what like. I want, not like zookeepers or something, but there was something in the environmental realm, right? Yes, yes, correct. So, um, the grandmother. There, I was watching the Eliza Thornberry movie. I was like, eh, I don't know, six. Um, maybe younger, but I don't think I really have many memories earlier than that. So I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna go with six. <laughs> Definitely not older, because it was when I still lived in Chicago. And um, I had this dream where the grandmother, it was like literally the night of me watching the movie. And then I went to bed and then 
I had this dream that I, I, in my dream, I woke up and I'm on like this very huge, tall, slender wall. And it's like we're, I guess, up like 200 feet on this wall. And um, what's a slender the, wall? Yeah, it's pretty thin. And so, and it's extremely tall. It's like endlessly tall. It just keeps shooting into the sky. And we're like above the clouds. And so there's two chairs that are coming out of the wall. And I'm sitting on one and she's sitting on the other. And so the way it is, is like, I, from my point of view, where I was, is I'm, I wake up and like I'm sitting in this chair and I look to my right and look up. And she's like diagonally a bit higher than me to my right on the other chair. And she's fast asleep. And then the second I look at her, she like shoots awake and then looks at me and she's like, why are you not asleep? And I like, because <laughs> I'm 200 I, feet in the air, motherfucker. <laughs> and so like, I don't respond because I, I don't know how to respond. I'm six. Okay. I can't, no. that's not a good excuse, but I still don't know how to respond to that. I don't know who you are, but she asked me again, but like, she raises her voice <laughs> and so i just like kind of look down nervously but like i'm still not saying anything and then like her eyes widen and her head starts to expand like it starts to inflate like you're you're blowing air into a balloon and she's like talking louder and louder and asking me why are you awake why are you not asleep what do you think you're doing and her head starts like inflating to this insane point where it's like from even though she's like much higher up on the wall like it's so huge that like she points her neck down just a little bit and she's right in my face and so then i try to scream at the top of my lungs and similar to your dream daniel it to no avail <laughs> and then i shoot awake out of my dream and like the only thing i remember then doing is literally running out of my bed outside my bedroom and then just like collapsing onto my feet or onto my knees in the bonus room and floor and just screaming at the top of my lungs and then oh yeah and then my parents come out and they're freaking out and i'm like crying endlessly Aww. talking about this horrible nightmare that i had so then they took me into their room um and i slept there and we wake up the next morning and we're talking about it like at breakfast and then my mom asks my brother like my older brother if he heard and he was like yeah i did i just like w i just kind of ignored it and went back to sleep <laughs> so and so that that's it like i've I actually, um, to get a better description of how to describe the grandmother, I Google searched her, like as we were starting here, and I got really spooked, and I closed it, which is why, <laughs> which oh is God. why Daniel, I asked you the question of like, would that dream still scare you? Because when I saw her face, I didn't want to, I didn't want to even go into describing her. I just had to close it. You can just Google Eliza Thornberry grandma if you want, and and see for yourself. But oh that God, lady, right now. that lady has haunted me for. I'm 20, 21 now, excuse me, and she still haunts me to this day. Um, so yeah, I feel what the girl with pigtails? No, 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 no. That's the that's the girl. Yeah, that's actually Eliza Thornberry. I'm talking about her grandmother. Oh, oh I, see. I think her name's like Cornelia or something. Oh, it is. I oh yeah, I got her. Yes. Yeah, so Cornelia oh. has been haunting my fucking shit since God knows when. And I've never had the nightmare again, thank God. But I do fear what would happen if I did, because I want to say I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm I'm big enough now. I can just throw hands with this grandmother. But I don't know. You see the head to start <laughs> like that. And it's just really, what do you do? I think I just start screaming again. And then I'll run out onto the floor and then ask my parents, you know, what's good? Can someone throw me a hand here? Because I'm terrified. And um, yeah, so to pair on to your guys' actually terrifying stories, that's mine. <laughs> that's, 
that's what I had to bring. I can't find this woman. You're gonna have to show me after. Okay, oh, that's fascinating. Well, yeah. Why? So why is that so impressionable? And like mine wasn't. What do you mean? Maybe maybe if I had like my nightmare as a kid, I'd like still be. It would still freak me out. Oh, like why would like, last lasting fear? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I didn't want to go into too much detail who it was, but it, it was someone I knew. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, like not that. Uh, like it was just a like an acquaintance of mine. See, maybe that might help if you can create that separation mentally. Like, oh, I, oh when yeah. I'm awake, I actually know who this person is. But right. maybe because I'm looking at a fictional character who looks terrifying for the record, and I'm pretty sure she was kind of mean in the movie too. Yeah, she was. Right? So I put two and two together. I'm like, this obviously was accurate. This was a sign, and I need to avoid her at all costs. And I don't know, maybe I've just kept that in my mind moving forward. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, when you said the part about her making eye contact with you, that in dreams always scares me because I find I'm never, like, you yeah. never actually directly look at someone. And the right. second you, that you do, I always feel like it's like a glitch in the simulation and they're like, why <laughs> Why are you looking at me? That's so funny. Yeah, you know, actually in my dream too, she was staring in, at my eyes the entire time. Right. And so as she was locking eyes with me, her head was also inflating. And it's like, what's like, what are we doing right now? What is happening? It's kind of funny, Anisha, that you mentioned the the glitch in the system thing. Because have you guys ever tried uh, playing VR games? I haven't. Virtual reality games? No. There was this one um, that uh, I played, and it was the first time I played uh, VR before. So I was actually I felt really immersed in it, and it was basically it was like this robot uh, shooting game essentially. Um, but it started off, and you're almost in like a robot civilization. Um, and then, you know, there's ro like you're on a sidewalk and there's robots walking around you like just pedestrians, basically. Right. Um, and there's the screen right in front of you. And I forget. Uh, basically, I guess it must have been like a tutorial or something uh, and just kind of showing you everything. But the screen was saying something, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I forget the prompt that it said on the screen, but all of a sudden it went red. Um, and then every all the robots just stop walking and stare at you. <laughs> oh my like, god! That's what it that's felt like. It was like a glitch in the system. Like, oh shit! Like they're all looking at me. Now. And in real life, like I literally screamed, like screamed at the top of my lungs, like out of pure fear. Like I wasn't even joking. I was like, so they all stare at you, and then for like half a second, and then they literally jump on you, and then, uh, and then oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like a nightmare. Um. Well, Anisha, I was wondering if you if you had another that that you uh, that you were interested hey, in sharing. Um, have you guys ever looked into the meaning of some of your dreams? Like, my mom for... always tries to like whenever I used to tell her about my dreams, she was just thinking like, "Oh, does that mean you're stressed about it?" Blah, blah. And sometimes I'm just like, "Okay, like this dream is the dumbest thing I've ever experienced. It's definitely <laughs> like stuff to extract all this meaning from." <laughs> yeah, no, but it's actually, um. Because one of the ones that I always get is something about my teeth, like either they're crumbling or I swallow them or I spit them out. And then I Whoa. one day I actually Googled them, like what that means. And depending on the context of like how you're losing your teeth, it, like people have said that it can mean different things. So I was wondering. Oh, oh shit. What does it yeah. mean? Or is it something <laughs> you can't reveal? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so the one that I looked into more of was about like spitting out crumbling teeth. And the interpretation was that it was like you you want to get rid of something in your life or it's like no longer 
something yeah I guess there's something in your life that you no longer want to be in there whether it's like a relationship or a job related or anything like that and I was like oh, oh. very interesting but it's interesting like a, that like other people yeah but it's interesting because other people that you like just like in general just like have the same experiences as you or like similar sort of dreams yeah right I I have a I've often dreamed about being like naked in public places and being like, oh shit, I gotta cover myself. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if that means anything, but that was a common theme, common theme for a really long time. I really want to do a Google search on that, but I just don't <laughs> want it in my history. So I'm not gonna do it. Don't worry, I'll take it on the history. I'll get back to you guys. I do have a non-dream story that I can I can uh, quickly quickly share if you guys are interested. Go for it. Okay. This actually, Daniel, I think you know, you might actually know about this. It happened um, just or not December, September of 2018. Um, I was like, it was like actually the very first week of school, and uh, I had gone home for the weekend, um, and it was like the opening week of the NFL season and all that. And so I was watching um, the Bears game because they were playing at night with my dad and my brother. And uh, we go to commercial, or they, they go to commercial, and I just, like, look out our backyard window because I have a perfect, like, view from it from where I'm sitting, and my brother and dad really don't, and my mom was just upstairs doing some work in her room. And, like, I see very bright, like, orange smoke <laughs> just, like, whisking by the window. So I get up in a panic and run over to the door, and I open it. And like immediately, all I see is this ginormous fire just staring me dead in the eye coming from our neighbor's um, backyard deck where like their grill is and everything. And so like I freak out and scream at the top of my lungs. Um, and then like my, my mom comes running down and like I tie up my dog and my priority is getting him away. And like my brother goes to knock on the on the on our neighbor's door and see if anyone's home, which no one was. Um and so then, yeah, we just all like evacuated as quick as possible. And then we called 911 and we're waiting for the fire department to show up and like they're taking forever to come. And so while I'm waiting, like we're all far away from the house and like there's huge crowds forming outside by now. And like all we see is the, the wind was acting in such a way where it was literally pushing the fire towards our house as well. Ooh. And so, like, we're sitting there waiting for the fire department to show up as we're watching this fire, like, tear down our neighbor's house and then blow a fire, like, towards our house in the process, which was just absolutely terrifying. Probably one of the most terrifying experiences of my actual non-dream life. Um, and then eventually it all, like, they, they came by and we were there for at least a couple hours outside and they finally doused our neighbor's house and then got our house situated in the end our house was mainly like the kitchen and all that was damaged and a lot of smoke had gotten into like the ventilation system so we did have to move out for a little bit and kind of have the house redone <laughs> and actually kind of renovated a little bit too so it wasn't like a horrible end result um but like just overall standing there as you're watching your house potentially at the brink <laughs> of burning down. And also like, I knew that their fire was near the grill and all that. And so like, you're, you have no idea like what could possibly come next if it could escalate to anything beyond what it already is. So it was just quite terrifying to sit there patiently and watch how that all plays out, knowing like how far out of your control it is. Like you just have to hope that they can douse the fire quick enough. And then I guess to top everything off, the bears ended up losing that night as well. So, <laughs> Yeah, it was it was overall just oh God. I think one of the worst nights ever. 
It must be so uh, surreal to be the first one to notice. Like, you were the first one to see the fire and the smoke on the other side, and no one else was aware of it. So you have to be the one that's like, uh, fire. Yeah. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> you guys need to start freaking out now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, the other thing is, like, my mom was like, oh, wow. Like, thankfully, you were home, because if you weren't, like, who knows how long we would have gone until we noticed it. I was like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was quite terrifying. I think That's probably so crazy. You must be able to picture that moment so easily. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the, the, the orange smoke. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And so now it's like whenever we like have our windows open on on like a day where you know they you know there's a decent enough breeze and all that like on a summer day and like we smell people barbecuing outside. It's just like oh. the PTSD really sets in, and it's just like um oh. wait a second, does anyone else smell that? <laughs> Let's oh. just double check. Yeah, but yeah, that that was that was not fun. Did it? It didn't smell like a barbecue, did it? Did it? Did it have a particular smell? It did. When we were outside and waiting, like it was a very strong, like barbecueish type smell. Um, so yeah, it was. It was. It kind of does like trigger the memory every now and then. Unfortunately. <laughs> well, I was looking up. Uh, I mean, I didn't get too far into it because I was. I wanted to hear the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not good. The uh, the being naked <laughs> in public in your dream really <laughs> sounds like uh, yeah. I am afraid of revealing something. I have a lack of self esteem. I'm hiding something. Oh my um, god! <laughs> I'm looking for more freedom in my life. Uh, Is any of this true? No, I'm like pretty. I'm like a pretty sick, uh, cool guy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me for asking. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have any uh, self esteem issues. I'm pretty like right. sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was wondering. Um, it, it also says, sorry, last thing. It also says that <laughs> yeah. you see a lot of naked people. This could be a hint. You need to wake up to the naked truth. <laughs> oh my god! Whatever that means. <laughs> Send me a link to to that entire article. I think I need some <laughs> some similar wisdom in my life right now. Okay. Well, um, I was wondering if either of you had anything else that you were uh, looking to contribute to the conversation. If you haven't already crossed off your list, I have a really long list, but that's just because like I'm I'm like a perpetually scared person. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's like, yeah, a lot of like interactions and just like stuff that just, you know, happens in life. Right. Yeah. If there's one in particular that you would want to share that you were comfortable with sharing. Uh... Um, I have, I do have one, I think. It kind of okay. goes along with your story about being the first to realize something. Oh, okay. Um, so I was, it was like maybe two summers ago and I was coming home early from school because my friend was able to give me a ride home and we get to my driveway and I guess we're just like chatting for like a couple seconds like usual and then I go to my door and I was like getting ready I, I've told Daniel this before but I'm really bad with doors and locks like I just for the life of me I don't know what it is I just can't deal with them. Okay. and I'm getting ready I'm like mentally preparing myself to like turn this knob and get, like I, it was just like a rusty old door and it's like it's just like really finicky and I was like going through and I was like I unlock it and it was but like for the first time in my entire life and I've lived in this house since I was like a kid it like smoothly turned and I was like oh okay that's kind of weird and I open the door and I go and I turn off the alarm and then I go to close the door and I notice that it's like I can't do it like it's like it's jamming and I'm like okay this is kind of weird yeah so I called my parents and I'm like hey like sorry I think I broke our door and (laughs) they're like they're like whatever just 
yeah and then I look on the side and I notice that it's like cracked but like cracked straight down which is like (laughs) weird um so then I call my parents and I send them a picture of that and then they kind of start freaking out and they come home and then we ended up calling the police because when we looked on the other side of like the outside of the like the door we noticed that it looked like someone had tried to like kick the door or like hit the door in if that makes sense and and then I was thinking about it so my parents were a week away from going away for two weeks to like a different country and I was going to be alone and the time that I came home that day was unusual to what I would have usually done right so my parents and like my family and I are like like speculating that someone was like trying to rob the house and like me coming home might have been the reason that they left wow which to oh end, one of my greatest fears is like home invasion right like ever since i was a kid like i've watched like so many true crimes and like podcasts and like everything about that kind of stuff and like mm-hmm. the fact that i was like kind of put in this position where like had i been there like 20 minutes early or had i not gone to like school that day or like whatever like right. or even if i don't even know like if me getting there and like talking to my friend at the driveway was what triggered them to kind of like run away but i i wasn't paying attention I guess, to my surroundings, even like my parents were like, did you see anybody? And I'm like, no, like, yeah, but yeah. My God, that is terrifying. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh about it now, but like at the time I was like pretty trapped. And how long ago was it? Sorry, do you mind me? Yeah, yeah, no, this was like two, like 2018 summer, maybe. Wow. So wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, Mm -hmm. thankfully... (laughs) Thankfully, it seems like nothing horrible came out of it. So aside from fucking insane, I can't even imagine the mental trauma I would experience if if that was me who made that terrifying <laughs> discovery. So it's funny too because like when you guys brought up this topic, I was like, oh, I can't think of anything, and it's like it's because I repressed all of my trauma. <laughs> and my parents are like, what about that time? Or my friends are like, what about that? And I'm like, oh right. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. Daniel, I was wondering if you had anything else. I am I'm pretty much all set to wrap up. I, I think I've re- revealed enough about my mental <laughs> my mental state of mind. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Just do a couple Google searches for the night and maybe call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call my therapist, you know, yeah. <laughs> Talk things over. Ask what these new dreams mean. Um, okay. Well, on that note, Anisha, I guess. <laughs> I'm really glad we got you on. I'm really sorry we got you on for something so terrifying, <laughs> accessing all these repressed memories. Uh, but thank you nonetheless for coming along this terrifying journey with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. If anyone else uh, is interested on in coming on the show or has any feedback or anything in between, you can reach out to us on Instagram at imrt.podcast or email us at at dan.and.canal at gmail.com <laughs> um daniel any yeah, uh any saying that now i'm sorry you get sick of saying that now i absolutely do and i think there has to be a certain point where i just should stop and you know what maybe next episode will be that point this might be the last one or ever where i ever say it again but daniel do you have any uh any final words before we get out of here no oh okay
I, I completely fair. I guess that is a very fair response. It was a yes or no question. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to the I'm Aaron Griffiths podcast, and we will see you next week. I don't wanna see you pull up. It's a hectic scene. I don't wanna see you me and go beyond the beat. What you mean? We go in. We be zooming through the cities on the west side. On the west side, yeah. Rest in peace to this beat. Not trying to flex.